Welcome to episode 54 of the PharmExec podcast. I'm Elaine Quilici, Senior Editor of PharmExec Magazine and our podcast host. PharmExec Magazine is a multimedia publishing brand that brings you the latest commercial insights for the C-suite. On this week's episode, we have the pleasure of speaking with Chris Paquette, co-founder and CEO of Deep Intent. Chris talks about how pharma can take advantage of digital channels and uses his company's new platform to illustrate how effective they can be. Let's take a quick break to hear a word from our sponsor, and then we'll return with Chris. What if you had limitless access to customer insights, accelerated timelines, and set fees? At TrueSterum Network, we're fueled by connections in virtually every area of healthcare as part of MJH Life Sciences. The result? Audience-fed creative and more powerful content in less time. True Serum Network, releasing what's real. Find out more at truesterumntwk.com. Hey, podcasters. Today, Elaine and I are interviewing Chris Paquette, Deep Intent co-founder and CEO. Chris is here to talk about the evolution of digital marketing in pharma, specifically how to approach data and technology usage in a privacy-first world. Thanks for joining us today, Chris. Thank you so much for having me. So Chris, what are some of the key challenges pharma brands might experience when it comes to digital marketing? Yeah, so from my, from my experience in healthcare, you know, we've always had this challenge of kind of siloed data and siloed insights, which really has minimized the ability for you know, brands to you know, leverage the really rich data assets that they've had. Um, for example, when I was at Memorial Sloan Kettering, you know, we, my whole purpose or one of my team's purposes was to help bridge the divide between disparate uh, data and systems that exist in, you know, exist in the hospital. Um, so that same challenge is happening in pharma today. The speed of how data is used to help advise you know, really critical uh, decisioning around how to market just is not, you know, that's not there for them. So what we have built in kind of our approach is really, you know, kind of helping bridge that gap and make it quicker to take action, generate insights, run segmentation, and deploy those insights into, you know, rich segments for marketing. So could you explain how your market match platform seeks to address these challenges? Sure. So, you know, as I just mentioned, you know, we have all of this different data from various different systems that a pharma marketer has access to or indirectly has access to. Uh, what we've done with Market Match is really looked at kind of the overall experience of the pharma marketer and kind of boiled it down to three main aspects. We have planning, execution, and measurement. So for planning, you know, we've developed a system that allows us to integrate disparate sorts of uh, clinical data and directly blend that with online identity data for physicians. So within a single platform, we can basically do segmentation for things like high decile writers of competitor RX, um, and then be able to take those segments and see basic statistics about where those physicians go, where are they geographically located around the United States, what types of of, uh, content that they're reading about. And then that helps advise a strategy and really help the marketer come up with a better strategy for how to engage those physicians. By then taking that, those same uh, physicians and then loading that into our you know, programmatic advertising platform, we've simplified the process of taking this data that exists in this offline context, 
going into the asynchronous platform to learn a little bit more and really customize that messaging and then deploy that into a point and click execution platform to run marketing. With that, how are you changing the way pharma brands communicate with healthcare professionals? One of the big big advantages of digital is this promise that we can improve the accuracy and the relevancy of your marketing messaging. So what we've done with Market Match is we're closing the time gap that exists today between a marketer getting insights, collecting the data, actually generating segmentation, giving that to an agency or then directly running campaigns against those those target physicians. And what we've done is we've taken that from a matter of weeks or months to a matter of, of minutes. So we've basically lowered the gap and lowered the barrier of, of time and reduced the friction of taking very rich data and getting that quickly deployed into market. So now we can think as marketers, we can think of, you know, marketing and specifically digital advertising as being super adaptive to the behaviors of the physicians on a more real-time basis. So one of the other exciting things that we have coming uh, through a couple of different data partnerships is the ability to have access to scheduling data that gives us a really rich profile not just of the patients who a physician has seen but for the profile of patients that the physician will see over a 60 to 90 day period. So what that does it allows us to actually market to a physician on a you know basis of who they're going to see and then gives you the ability to influence more impactfully the the decisions that the physician is going to make for that patient prior to them actually seeing those patients. So again, marrying that with a digital activation component gives us the ability to really focus on the physicians who are going to make a measurable difference to your campaign. Chris, what about direct to consumer communications? I mean, given existing new and even foreseeable privacy regulations, how can pharma brands reach the right consumer audiences? Yeah, and, and uh, this is a great question and I think the time the timing is perfect. You know, there is a host of new regulation coming down, you know, the pipe um or currently implemented such as California's CCPA, in Europe we're looking at GDPR, uh now new bills such as in states like Washington. Uh and you know, over a period of time I I do expect to see federal regulation as well. Um you know, the one thing I like to say is that, you know, HIPAA for example has you know for the lifespan of advertising has always been here right like we we have always had to think about using patient data in a HIPAA compliant way so we've developed technologies that allow us to do that um but you know i think just overall technology has far outpaced regulation so it's really important that you know innovators can uphold the spirit of the law so that when new policy is introduced new regulation is introduced you know that business model that was created is sustainable right we can then comply with the basic tenets of what it is that we, you know, as consumers or as patients can, you know, expect for the use of our data. Um so so that said, you know, we are there's a host of different exciting um things happening in the space right now. There's, you know, new uh reg- regulation and new incentives by, you know, HHS um to promote the ability um of, you know, different sorts of systems having access to things like EMR data. Um you know there's a the 21st century cures act is is one I like to point out is basically empowering patients to take control and ownership that act itself is actually going to be uh, mandating that EHR systems have to send data uh, or make data available to patients um so that they can own that data themselves so you can imagine a really rich and vibrant ecosystem of different applications kind of coming to the forefront that help patients manage their data across multiple providers So what we've done, you know, specifically for marketing is we've built a platform 
that allows us to, to integrate with those types of applications, even more traditionally, you know, uh, medical claim switchboards that allow us to take data that we know from a consumer aspect, load that into um, these claims ecosystems or, or medical really rich patient uh, data ecosystems and create marketing models that we then use to inform the way that we buy uh, and target patients across the web. So it's a HIPAA compliant, you know, patent pending process that we have uh, implemented. And that, you know, what we're seeing is that things like audience quality as a measure, um, you know, we're really on target. And it's very, very important that when you're dealing with a patient population that, you know, has, let's say a couple thousand patients nationally, that we can maintain a level of, of security around their, around their privacy. Um, but at the same sense, you also want to be able to reach them accurately. And as a marketer, you want to find the most efficient route to reach those patients. So what we're dealing with is kind of a Goldilocks issue, right, of using data that isn't so personal, like that you can easily be identifying a, a patient with a rare disease or, you know, kind of a sensitive condition. But you also don't want to have the case where you're just blasting, you know, broadcasting messages to a whole segment or a whole decile of the, of the United States. So we, we believe that the new technologies, such as, you know, our new modeled audiences that we have available is really kind of taking the best kind of middle ground approach that really treats at the core the patient's privacy, but also allows us to find those, find those really, really high propensity users who look like patients who have you know, this type of condition. So how do you envision the future of pharmaceutical marketing in a privacy first world? <laughs> That's another great question. So, you know, there's a lot of different dimensions that we're looking at. You know, there's regulation, um, which, you know, as mentioned before, you have CCPA, GDPR, and, you know, hopefully at some point a federal bill. Um, but then on the other side, you also have what the browsers are doing. You have Google Chrome, you have Apple Safari, um, you know, you have Mozilla, Firefox. These are the market leaders, um, and they really own the three, those three browsers specifically own the lion's share of the market. So what we're dealing with now in really kind of the two main um, tenants of where we, of where we think privacy is going in the future rests between the decisions and the likelihood that, you know, one of those two will take extreme measures or maybe both will take extreme measures. So we actually have built out kind of a, a matrix and for our own internal analysis and internal planning. We look at the kind of likelihood of, you know, regulation being so extreme that, you know, one-to-one -one marketing becomes you know, virtually impossible, right? And then you look at um, the browsers and you look at the case, well, okay, well, maybe third-party cookies go away entirely, which, you know, as of the date of this pod podcast recording is the case, you know, Google just made their announcement that third-party cookies are going to be basically eliminated um, from, from Google Chrome in 2022. So we have about two years as, a, as an industry to figure out how we're solving that. And actually, when you look at kind of that quadrant of regulation versus uh, browsers and, and technology, the safest place to be today is in that first party context, right? And in a way, it kind of makes sense. The publishers own the relationship with that user or with that customer. So what I think the future of marketing is going to look like is, you know, technologies are going to start to become, you know, I would say either adapted from the current way uh, or current way of buying media. But I think what's going to happen is that you're going to have, at least for digital marketing, publishers using and really getting the true value of that really rich first party data. Um, and then having a platform or partnering with a platform like us, like Market Match, that be able to help them monetize that in a way that supports both their business for quality content, but also helps the advertisers and their clients 
reach you know, the most impactful audience for, for their marketing objectives. That sounds like a really great like collaboration. Yeah, we're really excited about it. Well, we, we really appreciate you sharing the information on how to take advantage of, you know, the speed and precision of digital marketing in this day and age. So thanks, Chris, for being with us today. My pleasure. What if you had limitless access to customer insights, accelerated timelines, and set fees? At True Serum Network, we're fueled by connections in virtually every area of healthcare as part of MJH Life Sciences. The result? Audience-fed creative and more powerful content in less time. True Serum Network, releasing what's real. Find out more at truestherumntwk.com. And now it's time for this week's leadership tips from pharma execs. Hi, my name is Chris Paquette. I'm the co-founder and CEO of Deep Incense, a marketing technology company for healthcare. Um, my leadership tip is that, you know, it's really the vision that drives the company forward. In my experience, I've seen, you know, companies that have kind of stumbled in understanding and defining exactly where they're going. But, you know, one, one of the things that we've done is really invest in, in the vision that propels our company. Um, so, you know, I think that a good vision can inspire investment and buy-in, but a great vision can inspire the people who will sacrifice their most precious resource, which is, which is their time. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this week's Farm Exec podcast. We are always pleased to take you behind the headlines, provide expert tips from industry leaders, and give you an inside look at what the Farm Exec staff is working on. Remember, you can always find us on the web at farmexec.com, on Twitter at farmexec, on Instagram at farmexecutive, and on YouTube. The views expressed on this podcast do not reflect the views of Farmexec, its parent company, or our advertisers. For editorial questions, please email editorial director Lisa Henderson at lhenderson at mjhlifesciences.com. And for sponsorship opportunities, please email group publisher Todd Baker at tbaker at mjhlifesciences.com.